1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes, guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big Jay. Oh. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to March 2nd, 2023. Today is a Thursday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. And we are here for the morning after with Nick and Big J On this Thursday morning... As we have ourselves a radio program planned for you, like it or not, uh, we're coming and we are ready to go. Big J has a nerd alert for you. You better be prepared for that in some way, shape or form. We have a chance for you to go check out Monster Jam, which of course is happening next weekend at the Ford Idaho Center, which is going to be a whole lot of fun, always is. They're taking over the entire arena coming up on Friday, Saturday and Sunday of next week. and We have some Friday night tickets to giveaway on this very program we have a chance for you to go to static x that show is tomorrow night big j believe it or not at the revolution center and dope is opening up that show you've got some uh, pretty amazing fear factory action going on too with their brand new singer and so it's going to be a good time to be had by all tomorrow evening and we'll give you a chance to get in on that action over the course of the program we're going to hell is on the agenda pop culture smackdown, all sorts of cool things going on and that's going to be pretty much it. And as Big J had pointed out, he started the morning by calling me a loser, so it's going to be a great one today. Loser? Was there a reason why? No. Okay. I'm I just trying, trying to, to
0: throw in some, you
1: know, spirit here. Sure. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, just making sure. So it should be a good one. Friendly,
0: Think... uh, friendly banter. <laughs> All right.
1: I'm not sure you know what friendly well, means.
0: Yeah, friends make fun of each other. Do they? Yes. For no reason whatsoever? Absolutely. First thing? First thing you say to somebody? Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't call you a loser. I just referenced it in our open yeah. hinting that I to be meaning talking about you. you. <laughs> I usually comment on one of because I think our intro is hilarious. It is fun. So, There's a lot of work putting in that.
1: But uh, we also play music on this show that you can make fun of your friends with. Let's start with some Incubus and Drive kicking things <laughs> off here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on The X. After with
0: Nick and Big J.
1: Big J, in the history of the state of Idaho, you know we have the death penalty. Yes. Yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, in the state of Idaho, we have never killed somebody with the death penalty with a firing squad. But if the legislator has their way, we're gonna switch that up a little bit. Big I mean, Jay.
0: do you remember I made a joke about this? <laughs> yeah. Last week. Yeah, and now it passed. And <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so freaking sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize. They were listening it to me. I house. need to be way more careful and judicious with what I say.
1: Yeah, I don't think the legislator, when they listen to the show, think you're joking when you talk about all that stuff. I got to figure out how to use this to our advantage. Uh, we well, need a sarcasm font or something. But uh, they did pass uh, the uh, the actual bill thirteen to three in the House, which means it now goes to the floor to start a debate. But. Basically, what ended up happening was, if you remember, during the pandemic, we have a couple of people on death row, but we weren't able to kill them, Big J, because it was difficult to get our hands on the drugs that cause lethal injection. And so because of that, they decided that it would be a good idea to bring back the firing squad here in the state of Idaho. And uh, it did pass the House yesterday with a 13 to 3 vote. And so we'll see what ends up happening. Now, here's what makes it even weirder. Like, the idea behind the bill was... Uh, that it was going to be, uh, you know, they weren't sure when they were going to be able to get their hands on these lethal injection drugs, which, as of now, states can get a hold of if they want to. Now, nothing about any of this stuff is cheap, by the way. Every time you you uh, kill an inmate, you end up costing yourself about uh, $300,000 for the drugs, I guess. God. I don't know. This all seems very expensive to yeah, me, but, but I don't understand how cheaper. it works.
0: You're right. Like, what, 10 what? bullets much cheaper. Yeah,
1: but here's the thing. In order to get the facilities ready for a firing squad, we have to spend about three-quarters of a million dollars in order to do that. So, we could... We could and upgrade all the facilities across the state to make it okay for a firing squad. I don't know what this entails again. All of this somehow feels like it's some sort of money laundering thing. (laughs) Whether it's lethal injection drugs yeah, that cost three hundred thousand yeah. dollars or a firing squad setup that you need three quarters of a million dollars to do, all of it feels like a lot of money for what can be a pole and a brick wall. I don't know. I don't. Understand. And and it feels kind of gross. Oh yes. No, there's no like, doubt about uh, that.
0: Like, you know, I'm not. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm completely opposed to capital punishment, but this seems like yeah, you got to really go out of your way to make sure you uh, execute somebody uh, humanely. If uh, there is such a thing.
1: Yeah. I, I, and again, you're right. That's a moral debate that you can I mean, have. And that's
0: something that generally these people have given that kind of, uh,
1: you know, leniency towards their victims. Right. Understood. And yes, again, that's that's a moral debate that you can have with yourself, how you feel about capital punishment in general, or if there is even a humane way that needs to go about it. But it just from a sheer money standpoint, it all seems ridiculous and fairly quite frankly unnecessary to me i mean we're, we're talking about coming up with a parachute plan to kill somebody which seems really strange at least from a priority standpoint i guess i should put it that way from what the things that are going on and the things that need to be talked about and you know passed in our legislature i'm not sure how high this ranks on yeah. things but boy did it get through quick so congratulations everybody Hey uh, Jalen Carter potentially this year's number one NFL draft pick probably not going to be the number one NFL draft pick anymore as he turned himself into authorities in Georgia yesterday was released after 16 minutes and posting a $4,000 bond but uh, there were some things that came to light yesterday that I'm sure Jalen Carter didn't see happening if you were unfamiliar there was a uh, accident in January involving a uh, team member on this, the, the University of Georgia football team and a recruiting staff member that apparently what happened at high speed and at the time jalen carter was said to be about a mile and a half away from this accident but according to information that came out last week it looks like now jalen carter was actually racing this other car and uh that's what caused the accident the high speed stuff which of course left two people dead and then lied about it. Now, again, Jalen Carter says all of this is incorrect, that he'll be exonerated entirely, and that's not what happened. But there are now multiple reports and maybe even camera footage that dispute that. So he could have some issues on his hands. If that's the case, there are additional charges, additional jail time that could be involved in all of this stuff, and it could get really, really ugly for a gentleman that was about to be maybe the first pick in the draft that the Bears kept that pick. Jalen Carter is uh, universally considered to be the number one interior lineman uh, defensively for the NFL draft coming up. So we'll see. Uh, More people were injured. It was an ugly scene to say the least and then to distance himself from it almost immediately almost knew that he was in trouble. But again, I wasn't there. I don't know what's true. All I know is the charges were filed. He says they're not true. Law enforcement says they are. We'll see what happens going forward. But either way, I think if you're a team, you would be hard-pressed now to take this gentleman with these charges looming. What happens between now and April, I guess, is another thing altogether. But usually when there's, you know, manslaughter and additional charges involved, this isn't an expedited process, I'll put it that way. So we'll see what happens going forward, but not a good day yesterday for uh, Mr. Jalen Carter, that's for sure. Big J, if you're an Adam Sandler fan, know this much. Nickelodeon is as well. He will officially receive the King of Comedy Award at the 2023 Kids' Choice Awards. Uh, he told Variety yesterday that he's had a lot of times at that extravaganza. He's won plenty of Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards. So he'll he'll enjoy doing that. And I'm sure that means he'll get slimed at one point, Big J, because that's what the Kids' Choice Awards are famous for. Just, just completely douching somebody in green slime. Uh, Almost unexpectedly, but uh, it's not. I mean, everybody has fun and goes along with it, and I'm sure Adam Sandler will as well. So, congratulations to Adam Sandler. Truly a king of comedy, Big J. Favorite Adam Sandler movie? Whenever you're ready. Happy Gilmore. The second movie he ever released. It's tough to top that kind of stuff, but he's got some good ones. I'll say that. Uh, While I'm not a fan of his later catalog when it comes to comedies, uh, I will say that, uh, listen, I saw Billy Madison in the theater six times, so I love that. Yeah. I love that. Move. I still love that movie. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Oh my! I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah. I meant to do traffic, which now. Really. That's the latest from Lincoln Park. That song is called "Lost." Here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Remember back, Big J, you said you've kind of grown out of this phase, but at one point you had. A particular month that you hated Do you remember? No, yeah, it was October It was uh,
0: the worst month
1: And I don't think that I think you just kind of moved away from it But is there a particular month now That you dread or do not look forward to at all?
0: Whichever is the current month
1: (laughs) I see, okay When it comes to favorite months Do you have one of those? Like where you're like This is the perfect time of year I really enjoy this particular time Usually it's around this month
0: Well, we don't get to enjoy it very much here sometimes Depends on the year, but I enjoy the seasons changing more often than just you know when it when spring and then fall are my
1: favorites. So yeah, but as far as the months go, do well, you have whatever
0: falls in the, those months, the fall months?
1: <laughs> so half of the year is your favorite time. So, you of know, year. end of
0: August, September. Okay,
1: and then springtime would be well, I guess at the end of this month and yeah, April, March or- into April. Yeah. Yeah, because see, am I, am I, am I, I, I have always enjoyed the month of May for that reason as well, because it's not too stupid hot like it gets in the summer, and it's not going to be too, too cold. It's like the perfect kind of usually weather month around these parts.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But we are in the minority, Big J. will say this, because they finally did you a idiots. survey of U.S. adults. And uh, we have a most hated month by a long shot. Could you Do you have any idea what the most hated July? month? July? Uh, no, not not anywhere close. Oh. Uh, January. 26% of Americans hate the month of January for reasons like holiday fatigue. It's a brand new year. Usually it's pretty cold and miserable. And weather plays a big factor because February comes in second as the most hated month of the year for the United States of America. 21%. So, well over half of Americans hate January and February most of all. As far as favorite months, Big J, it's your uh, arch nemesis. The month of October is everybody's favorite month. 15%. Now, this is where we kind of scatter a bunch. There's not like an overwhelming majority favorite like there is with January in the hated month, but 12% pick December as their favorite month as well. So, the winter and the fall months come in number one. December is picked as the favorite mostly because of holidays. Believe it or not, October comes in number one because everybody loves Halloween. So when it comes to seasons, those polled were equally like to choose spring, summer, or fall. Fall came in third. Spring came in first. Summer came in second. About 30% choose any of those seasons, so they're fairly close no matter what. But 10%, of course, is uh, the winter favorite for everybody because uh, I'm not sure... Why winter would be somebody's favorite season? I mean, even if you like snow, or maybe that's what your income revolves around—is the winter weather. Then it would make sense to me why winter would be your favorite season. But there's people out there that like everything, I suppose. So now you know, we're split up pretty evenly when it comes to favorite seasons, but we have favorite months for sure. Morning after with Naked Big J, we have some nerdy stuff going on too. When Big J's nerd alerts happening next on the X Rocks. <coughs> Alert. On one hundred point three, the X rocks. The International Olympics Committee has laid out more details
0: for upcoming Olympics esports series, which will take place in Singapore in June. The lineup features uh, facim- facsimiles of real-world competitive events, rather than what many people may think of traditional esports, such as real-time strategy strategy titles, fighting games, and first-person shooters. The initial batch of nine games connect to disciplines overseen by International Sports Federation. So they include Just Dance, Nick, and online chess uh, from chess.com. Some titles that have appeared in previous IOC-sanctioned events are returning, including Gran Turismo and Z-Swift. Now, Z-Swift uh, requires particip- participants to physically pedal on a stationary bike, archery, baseball, sailing, taekwondo, and tennis games round out the list so qualifiers for the various titles which include mobile games like tennis clash start started yesterday now the eSports series follows up on uh, from the Olympic virtual series which took place back in 2021 in the lead-up to the Olympic Games in Tokyo the eSports event featured baseball cycling rowing sailing and motorsport the IOC says these uh, series drew in more than 250,000 participants from 100 countries however the IOC does say they may be missing a a trick by opting for uh, not featuring the likes of of uh, League of Legends, Super Smash Brothers, Ultimate, uh, StarCraft 2, Minecraft, uh, Fortnite, I'm sorry, or Counter-Strike Global Offensive. So those would be the typical games you'd see playing in eSports. So it's kind of weird.
1: Although it does uh, be very much on brand for the Olympics to be so far out of touch and try so hard to be in touch that it's it's pretty stupid.
0: Come to the Olympics and take part in Just Dance.
1: Yeah, we're somehow still, even though we're trying to be on the cutting edge, 15 years behind where we should
0: be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Now that IO Interactive, that's IOI, has wrapped up Hitman World of Assassination, it's moving on to the next logical step, a James Bond game reported earlier here at Nerd Alert uh, several uh, months ago. But the studio is also moving in a more surprising direction as it's announced today that it's making an online fantasy RPG. Now that idea, uh, a diverse group of individuals with different skills and strengths can work together and become more than the sum of their parts is what inspires us the studio wrote in their blog uh, post. Now, uh, IOI didn't get into much detail about the project, which it describes as just the start of the journey into the new world we're making. However, it did say memories of tabletop fantasy RPGs influenced the decision from the fighting fantasy books compelling you to choose your path alone against wizards, lizards, and thief kings to the togetherness, camaraderie, agony, and delight found around the tabletop. For some, it meant taking the role of game master, Part storyteller, part AI opponent, part guide, part villain. For everyone around that table, it meant creativity, imagination, building a world together, and shared goal and creating a game experience. So that's what they intend to do with that. And uh, they are still working on that Bond game. And it's uh, it's one of those things with the Bond game that it's not set in a particular movie in, per se. And it's going to maybe be what we had with Hitman and a kind of a trilogy uh, as well. So hopefully they, they speed that along because I would love to play that game.
1: Does it... That sounds interesting to you? It's because it seems like, I mean, the, the thing bond about... The Bond game well, or the separate... The, the, well, the first part. The part where it seems like it's like a Dungeons & Dragons. No, that's
0: a game. separate game.
1: Oh, well, what, what game is that?
0: That's the uh, that's the online fantasy RPG that they want to do.
1: Is that a Bond-related no, thing? No, It's just a different thing altogether. Yes. All right, I'm confused. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I, I retract no, the, my question. I don't understand what's
0: happening. Oh, there are two different things that IOI is working on. Gotcha and uh, now that they finished up with Hitman. Uh, And one late thing here, uh, or one last thing, in late 2022, Activision Blizzard launched both Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Now behind the scenes, the team was busy paving the way to launch a mobile experience that wasn't separate from the console and PC experience, but unified the games. So if you install Call of Duty Warzone Mobile when it launches later this year, you won't just find features such as friend and chat channels carried between the games, but all of your progression as well. So this cross-progression will be the first of the series. Currently, Call of Duty Mobile lives in an entirely separate ecosystem. Warzone Mobile, however, will be intrinsically linked to its other games.
1: Uh, Any interest in this? uh,
0: Yeah, that could be a big deal. That's one of the reasons why I never got too far into the Call of Duty Mobile game, because it had absolutely nothing to do with the other game so this connecting the two means that uh, while you're away from your console or your pc uh, that you can still make some progressions and do some things that uh, will help you along in the console part and vice versa
1: how was the gameplay when you did play it um it's you know it's not
0: bad it's not bad actually Uh, but uh, i mean obviously there's going to be some you know differences between your mobile and your console or your pc obviously but uh it still uh could, could kill some time in a good way
1: Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your Nerdler, courtesy of Big J. Stop. Launch feet. On the morning after with Nick and Big J big j you have gone on the record as a 45 plus year old man that uh, the application tiktok has made you lost time before agree or disagree oh sure you'll be on there next thing you know it's hours later and you don't know what happened to you well, in your life
0: listen i don't know about hours later but
1: and tiktok has been criticized for a lot of things but one of the things it's mostly criticized for is its addictive algorithm in fact It's been called the crack cocaine of algorithms by some digital experts, saying, listen, they've cracked the code to what keeps us wanting to hit, what is it, up or left or right, when you want to hear and see new videos?
0: Just up, I
1: think. Scroll scroll up. You don't even know. See, that's part of it. It's so so mindlessly attached to you, you don't even know which way you have to go to see more videos. But uh, a solution may be on the horizon, although I would tend to think not really. Basically, uh, the, the application has been deemed pretty dangerous for teens because uh, those age 13 to 17 are the ones that spend the most time on the app. And as we find out, the more time your young child spends with screen time, the worse off things are going to be. They're trying to limit it and TikTok wants to jump on board. So they are implementing a screen time limit for users age 13 to 17 in the coming weeks. So those that are under the age of 18 will need to enter a passcode if they're on the app for over an hour, and they will also receive a weekly recap of their screen time. How that's supposed to stop them, I'm not exactly sure, uh, because if you just enter a passcode, you can continue to watch it. That's emailed to you. you, When you signed up for it, did it ask your age and email address and all that kind of stuff? Oh, I have no idea. Because I'm not trying to figure out how they... Get access to that information, and I'm much like Facebook. You know, you have to be what is it, 16 to sign up. It was just a bunch of people lying right. about their age. Yeah. So I'm sure that's happening on TikTok as well. But I believe they're probably jumping through the hoops to make it seem like they're doing something that's actually pretty easy to just get around. The second you're emailed something, you can continue to scroll. Uh, and I'm not. All sure, right, send me that email. Thanks. Has the uh, has the weekly report of how much time you spend on your phone affected you in any way? Your I'm- screen time. Where's that at? You don't get a weekly report on your phone that no. tells you how much time you spent on it? Oh, no. weird. Maybe you disabled it. I'm not sure. But I get one of those, and it doesn't affect me either way. But it is a report that I get on a regular basis, and I'm not sure how that's supposed to talk somebody into spending less time on an app if they're already doing it. But Maybe make you feel like, God, I, I'm a loser. I spend so much time watching this thing. You should feel that way when you see those weekly reports for the most part, but I'm guessing it won't affect them very, very much. The NFL Players Association has issued the conclusions of a poll which pro players rated their teams for quality of their facilities, treatment of their players, and their families. And the survey results are meant to inform free agents what they could be in for and encourage low-ranking teams to do better. What are you going to
0: say? I'm just shocked by this, by this report and the stuff that's in it, and the fact that, you know, these are, are uh, you know, companies, teams that are worth billions of dollars.
1: Well, you know, the NFL didn't release this, right? It was the NFL no, players. No, Association. I understand
0: that, but what I'm saying is that <laughs> the stuff that it's like you think that they would want to take better care of their their prime athletes and their families.
1: Well, listen, in it, some cases, here's the thing: we don't know what is actually being done. They don't get into specifics. They just rank it, but. I'm you know things that are shocked that you learn on social media like you know they charge players for their jerseys and their equipment and their helmet and all that kind of stuff but you know there are certainly some teams that have better facilities than others there are teams that have certainly better ways to travel from point A to point B than others and I'm guessing there are also some teams that treat players better than others. That shouldn't be a surprise, but what this does is it calls out teams at or near the bottom of the list and tells free agents, or at least players that are thinking that are there, hey, we're not happy, this yeah. is why you're losing yeah. your players. How
0: dare the Cincinnati Bengals not give free supplements to the players
1: the Minnesota Vikings top the list of the most respected uh, at least from the player standpoint way that they're treated Miami Dolphins come in second the Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders were way down at the bottom of the list a couple years ago now they're at number three thanks to a brand new facility a new stadium I am sure probably shouldn't surprise anybody the team at the bottom of the list any guesses Big J? am sure you saw it already anyway uh no who's the bottom I don't remember uh Washington Commanders. oh yeah a but- team that is in flux in so many different ways Uh, the stadium's awful the owner's awful and I'm guessing it's probably a terrible place to work and play as well. So they're at the bottom of the list and uh, there's a lot of different reasons why they're there. They don't get into a whole lot of details. They just kind of rank them, like I said, on their facilities, on their coaching, and on their treatment of players and their families. So every team is up and down, but Washington's at the bottom of the and,
0: list. And the, being on the list wherever you are doesn't reflect their winning status either.
1: No, absolutely not. It's again so. it's it's all about how the players perceive they are treated by the organization, regardless of wins and losses. Gene Simmons, Big J, is a bass player for a band called Kiss, and he wants you to go see Ant-Man. He doesn't talk a lot about the whole uh, movie side of things, but he took to Twitter and said everybody needs to go check out uh, Ant-Man. He thinks it's a fantastic film with lots of great special effects and lots of action. I'm not sure if he's getting paid to tweet this, but it feels like he was.
0: I feel like this is ripe for an opportunity for Craig (laughs) Gas to be on here and then to then spiel something at (laughs)
1: Kiss.com. He's too busy in Australia right now, but... Uh, I will say this, that, uh, I, I, again... He is wrong, by the way. <laughs> he he also calls the film The Ant-Man, and uh, that's not the Sounds name like of the film. Sounds like something I would say. Or maybe he accidentally watched Ant-Man 1, which is a much more enjoyable than Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. But uh, it was interesting that, uh, that he took his time out of his day to tweet about Ant-Man when he never tweets about movies. But it's Gene Simmons approved, so now you know. If you love that movie, you probably love what Gene Simmons loves morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff
0: point three the x rocks
1: china we go for today's we're going to hell story big j owners of tiktok it is a uh it is a journey that takes a long time because this story starts in the year 2009 14 years ago okay There was a gentleman there named uh, Leo Mofu that ended up, along with two associates, deciding he wanted to rob a gas station in China, Big And when it was all said and done, the three suspects made off with $23. So not a great day at work if you're uh, in the crime syndicate Uh, world.
0: Plus, I mean, it's got to be tough being a criminal in a communist country.
1: Yeah, they weren't fans of it. I'll put it that way, because right after it happened, all three men went their separate ways because they're like, this was stupid. Now we're in serious trouble and we need what's, to leave.
0: What's $23 split three ways? Not
1: great. Uh, it's basically about seven <laughs> fifty. Yeah, right around there. The uh, the two, two of them were uh, captured pretty quickly and brought to justice. But it was Lou that knew police were hot on his tail. So he decided he was going to live life on the land. You understand, Big Jay? And the way he decided to do that was to hide in a mountain cave buried deep in the forest in rural China. Damn. Now, he never really thought about how long he would be there, but as the days turned into weeks and the weeks then turned into months, he started to get comfortable in his new home. Next thing you know, Big J, he's hunting and scavenging for food. He's he's a hermit. He slips back into uh, some villages that are near the cave so he can steal some potatoes and meat from time to time so he can eat. And he would even every once in a while pay a quick visit to his parents before returning to his cave now it's unclear whether anybody knew exactly where he was hiding but police would still occasionally come around his house looking for him but big j now we're talking 14 years he has lived in this cave 14 years he's been on the run Jeez, man and now he started finding it more and more difficult to live in the cave and loneliness eventually began to set in so during his time hidden away he missed his father's funeral he missed the birth of his grandson and so last month big jay he finally decided to turn himself in and even though he spent 14 years in a prison he really made for himself in this cave my own still, prison he still needs to be punished for his robbing of a gas station in 2009 and making off with seven dollars and fifty cents and that uh, basically, that punishment is 10 years in a Chinese prison. Big J. So, alone in a cell, he'll still be sent to prison for this particular offense, which means 24 years of his life he has had, he will have had to deal with his five second mistake of robbing a gas station.
0: I mean, did he have to announce, hey, I'm back. Can you just kind of move back in
1: somewhere and try to live? Yeah, you're right. I don't know. But maybe he was like, maybe somebody talked some sense into him. He wanted to serve the crime. He realized it was time for justice to be served. I don't know. I mean, listen, somebody had to know where he was hiding, number one. So they could have turned him in whenever they wanted to if they were really worried. But he certainly didn't think this plan out very well. I mean, living in a cave for 14 years seems like it's a really bad decision. But I know I wouldn't last 14. I mean, credit to him for lasting that long, I guess, is the point. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't have been comfortable. Certainly was very lonely. And even though he was able to visit people from time to time, eventually it got to him. On the bright side, he probably missed the whole pandemic, Big Jake. You want to talk about social distancing? He's yeah. definitely doing that. Expert. So, yeah, he has unlocked the gold level of that particular stuff. So, once again, a reminder, crime doesn't pay, Big Jay and now he's got to go to prison as well as live in a cave so it seems like it was a really bad choice yeah Tying this stuff out better don't rob people or places thank you morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story we're talking taxes next on the x rocks <coughs> That is Papa Roach. That is Last Resort here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. If nothing else, Big J, God, we are good at procrastinating here in America. You understand? Procrastination, definitely. Put, put everything off until the last minute because that is when it's due and that's when we have to do stuff. And so uh, if you need any advice on that topic, boy, you've come to the right place. But I'll say this uh, when it comes to taxes, Americans don't mess around with procrastination either. About 30% of Americans will get their taxes done within the first couple of months that you get them and then everybody else waits until the last possible minute because a lot of times that has to do with how much you know you're going to get back. Like those that know they're gonna get a refund are gonna get their taxes done probably pretty early. If you know you're going to have to owe or make some sort of payment or you're not exactly sure, waiting until the last minute is something that makes some sense for some people. But the problem with that, Big J, is a lot of people have no idea when tax day is. Even though it's a simple Google <laughs> result. So we'll it used this. to be April 15th, right? Right, but it is not April 15th this year. Do you have any idea what it is? I guess not. If no, no, April I don't. 15th.
0: I know that they, well, I mean, some places moved it. I didn't know if it was permanent. Tax,
1: uh, tax day in 2023 in the United States this year is April 18th. That is the day the oh taxes boy, are due. Those three days. Yeah, you're not you're not far away. I mean, if you get your taxes done on the 15th, that's not a bad thing. But th- the problem is people miss the deadline because they don't know when it is, and so they have to file for extensions. A, a large amount of Americans actually file extensions on their taxes because they forgot what tax day was, which is weird. But again, now that we're all in our own little like news circles and stuff like that, and finding stuff what we want, it's very easy to block out information that we deem not important to us. And maybe uh, tax day is one of those things. But I was surprised to learn that the state of Idaho, Big J, among the worst in procrastination and missing tax deadlines. Uh, We are 10th in the entire country for uh, missing tax deadlines and uh, filing late, which is interesting to me. Uh, Wyoming, by the way, the very worst at it. I I know why
0: I would wait, because uh, the state of Idaho likes to take more money than anybody else.
1: Well, yeah, that's the reason number one. You owe taxes. You if you know taxes are being I gonna feel be like owed, they take way more than they need to take. You're going to wait. Well, I think everybody feels that about their taxes.
0: I don't necessarily always feel that way, but I just know I know when the federal government takes less money than my state, and my state has a surplus of like oh, almost a billion dollars. There's somewhere there that they've made a misalignment or a misjudgment on how much they should take. What
1: the two hundred fifty dollar check you got didn't shut you up? No. Well. No, Mr. Government Man. I guess not. Uh, I understand what you're saying. Yes, it is. It can be ridiculous when that's the way that it works out. But uh, for those of you that are waiting, just know that the 18th is tax day. And apparently, if you live here in the state, you definitely are waiting because you have not prepared your taxes yet, right? No. Uh, Is it because you know you're going to owe money? Um,
0: Not necessarily. Not sure how much if we will owe a bunch of money, but um, we're just waiting in a couple forms that have taken forever.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I got mine done as quickly as I could and not even because I knew I had a refund coming but because i think i told you last year for the first time in forever uh i was told that it was silly for me to go to an accountant yeah
0: our accountant is the same and And, he kicked you to the curb
1: yeah he was like you're 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 wasting your money giving giving me your tax returns you should just do this yourself and so of course last year when i did it i made an egregious error that cost me thousands upon thousands of dollars and i I wanted to make sure i i did not make that same error again and corrected it so as soon as i could file my taxes this year and got every form that i needed i did it as quickly as possible and did not make the same mistake so uh it it was my own ignorance that caused me some problems last year this year uh on my own i believe i knocked it out of the park because there wasn't a ridiculous charge that i didn't know was coming so hooray for everybody i'm done but it's rare uh but again this is This is only the second year in a long time I'm doing things all by myself, like Celine Dion. So you're going to the accountant, so he'll take care of everything for you, yes? Yeah. At least you hope anyway. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got your important stuff plus your pop culture SmackDown.
0: The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: Hey, Jay, we've been complaining about gas prices for years and years and years. It's one of the things that's kind of been constant. And uh, I know that because of the state of the world that we live in, we love to blame politics for it. But a report that was released yesterday may have released a little bit or shed a little bit of light on why gas prices are so high and remain so high, despite the fact that oil prices have been fluctuating pretty regularly and are pretty average price and availability and there's no pipeline issues the availability is there as well and the answer is really and it probably shouldn't surprise anybody but corporations want to make a profit you understand and they've been and and gas companies and oil companies have made a ridiculous amount of money over the last couple years but in the last three years big j one thing has gone down significantly and that is the consumption of gasoline in the united states of america And it's been impacted by a lot of things. The pandemic is number one, of course. Number two, the sale of electric and hybrid vehicles have increased drastically over the last couple of years, which means people do not need to fill up with gasoline as much as they have. And then the third thing is people are retiring and working from home more often right now, which means people travel less and need gasoline less. And so what happens is as americans are using less and less oil and less and less gasoline on a regular basis oil companies and gas companies need to do something to make up for those loss of customers and they do that by raising the amount of a gallon you pay for gas so that they can keep their profits where they are and where it's going on. So again, it's a supply and demand slash we want to make as much money as possible. We got to make up for these losses of people that have moved on from gas-powered vehicles. And so gouging the people that pay for gas is the way that we're going to do this. And that's according to Yahoo Finance, so it probably shouldn't surprise you this is the way that we're going. Big J, you're a hybrid vehicle owner, and you enjoy it, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, has it... Yeah,
0: no, I, I like to pay more for gas than well, everybody else. I, I, what I'm asking what a is... a stupid
1: question. <laughs> what I'm asking is, do you see yourself in the future staying in that model of vehicle or going electric because you've enjoyed filling uh, up less?
0: I would not go full electric, uh, but uh, I like the hybrid aspect of it because you get the best of both worlds.
1: Yes, you're, the ability to fill up less and run on all sorts of less power, and so that's wonderful for you, and you've had no issues with it, right, whatsoever? Nope. And so that's part of the reason why things have gone up is the hybrid owners are happy with what they're doing and electric vehicles. Listen, if you watch the Super Bowl this year, you can tell companies are going all in on electric and those sales have uh, put up a ridiculous amount of increase over the course of the last two years as well. So that's the transition, but yet these companies still want to make their money, Big Jay. And of course. all of us that still drive gas-powered vehicles have to fill up. We have no choice and because we'll pay it, They're charging it. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Now we know a little bit more. The Philadelphia Eagles have commissioned the league, Big J, and talked to the competition committee. They would like to bring something to the NFL that hasn't been a part of the NFL, at least that I can remember. They want to make the number zero available for players to wear in the NFL. Uh, The NBA, the Major League Baseball, college football already allows zeros as jersey numbers, but the NFL hasn't done it, at least in my memory. I don't know if they've ever done it, but if it has, it's been a very long time. But one of the reasons that this is a thing is because with retirement of numbers and players, no matter what your position, being able to pick out whatever number they want now, the Eagles are pretty low on single-digit jersey numbers, if that makes sense. And so bringing in zero would give them an opportunity to have another single-digit jersey number, and there's a couple players that apparently have wanted it to be that way, and so that's why they're asking. Would that bother you, Big J? No, what do I care? Uh, I don't know. Some people are really upset by the number thing, uh, and uh, and you know, players in particular positions wearing particular numbers, and the number zero, I don't know. It's always been a weird choice to me to that, that be your number, but I think you should be whatever number you want to be, I suppose, mm-hmm. and I can adapt to that no matter what it is. But I don't know how it's going to go and, and what the reasoning would be why they rejected that reclaim. I, I don't know either uh, why it went away in the first place. I don't know. So It had to have some sort of reason for it to be that way. I just don't know why these things are. Week 182 will not be going on tour as scheduled. That is because Travis Barker is hurt. They have officially postponed the first leg of their reunion tour because of the injury. He injured his finger last month rehearsing for the upcoming tour and now he has to undergo surgery on that finger this week. So Tom DeLonge posted a video on Instagram saying that Travis needs to go in and have surgery on his finger. We didn't want to start the reunion tour with already a fill-in member. And so once he's back and strong, they're gonna go back on the road and obviously this wasn't planned it was a freak accident that no one saw coming but if you were planning on seeing blink 182 on the early leg of their tour you're gonna have to wait morning after with nick and big J. there's your important stuff
0: and after with nick and big J.
1: And Monster Jam is the name of the game, baby. Ford
0: Idaho Center Arena happening next Friday, March 10th. We'll get you to the 7 p.m. showing of
1: Monster Jam here if you can beat me in pop culture smackdown. Get to see a bunch of trucks jumping through the air, rolling around, having a good time, being nice and loud. You can bring the kids, have a good time. 208 287 if you think you got the goods. You got what it takes to defeat Big J in pop culture smackdown today. And let's see how you're feeling, Big J. You feeling good? Yeah. Going to go on a run today? I hope so. How Probably about not. Yikes. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? What's your name? This is Pat. Pat, you're up first. Pat, this gentleman is the lead singer of a band called God Smack. What's his name? Uh, that Sully? Yeah, we'll take it. Right. Little tiny Sully Erna. Big J. Uh, today is John Bon Jovi's t- uh, birthday. What television show featured John Bon Jovi in a recurring role for a full season? It was a network television show. Back when he was doing his acting thing, remember when he was like U571 and, <laughs> and paid forward? He did a TV show for a full season. This series ran for, I think, five seasons total. And, and he was wh- only on one. And what was it? That's the question I'm asking you. Oh, no. but, but Okay. Um... What was a TV show that featured John Bon Jovi for a full season? Successful TV show. So it's not like it's a show you've heard of. I'll put it down.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Anybody else that's in it? Yes, but if I give you the cast, it will give away the show. All right. Um, Let's go with. uh, Let's go with Boston Legal.
1: Boston Legal is a good guess. It's a lawyer show, but that is incorrect. (laughs) What if I told you Robert Downey Jr. was also on this show?
0: Oh, Allie McBeal. Allie McBeal.
1: Right. John Bon Jovi was on Allie McBeal for a full season, <laughs> believe it or not. Damn. Congratulations. One, man. man, you got yourself all set and good to go with some Monster Jam it's tickets. like I was shot down in flames, huh? Hang on one second. You wanted to say in a blaze of glory. Oh, sure. that's the name of the song. But uh, good job, my friend. Uh, hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those tickets, and we will do some headlines. They're happening next on the X Rocks. <laughs> It's like your daily update of really stupid stuff. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's an eye in this team and doubling down. Pop quiz, hot shot. Police in New York City had to arrest a man who somehow managed to steal an American Airlines bus at JFK International Airport, then got out of the airport and led a cop's on a chase throughout the city for 15 miles. Cops say that 453-year-old Bershaw Gildan was at the airport around 2 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday when he noticed an unoccupied bus was left running in a parking lot, and he decided, you know what? Let's hop in this son of a gun and go speed style. An airport employee then called 911 and followed him until police arrived, but by that point, the blessed thief was already feeling pretty confident behind the wheel, and then he led the cops on a 15-mile chase through Queens, Manhattan, Brooklyn, other of your favorite bureaus. Whoa. Before finally coming to a stop, he then was arrested and charged with grand larceny of an auto and criminal possession of stolen property. Uh, no reason why he said he took the bus, I guess he just wanted to drive a bus around. And uh, I've never done that, so I guess I can understand the curiosity, but I've also never stolen a vehicle, so I don't think I would let my desire to drive a bus outweigh my desire to go to jail. It
0: sounds really like it. somebody who once missed a bus, and it's something that he would never, ever, ever do again.
1: Guys, you're not going to get crisscross references for their B-side singles anywhere else in this show. This is why you tune in. There's an I in this team, or Doubling down. <laughs> doubling down. <laughs> KFC is bringing back the Double Down. Remember when we did yeah. the Double oh. Down taste test? Jesus, man. <laughs> Listen, we, mistakes were made with that taste test that we did.
0: I think I got <laughs> diabetes that day
1: because not only what we did it like you bought the, the double downs the day before and then they sat in the refrigerator and then we heated them up in the microwave and yeah if we awful. only had an air oh, fryer
0: here at the office oh, i was, hear they're installing one in the new studio so bad
1: but if you don't remember what the double down is it's a breadless sandwich that has two extra crispy deep fried chicken breasts as bread they're the bun on this thing and then inside of it is bacon cheese and then some sort of special sauce that it's None of your business. What's in the middle there? But it did, it was fairly popular when they released it in 2010, so much so that we did dumb morning show stuff with it. But uh, it was brought back briefly in 2014, but now the sandwiches will be back at KFC's Nationwide on March 6th. So if you wanted your hands just covered. In chicken, you've got to come in your way.
0: Did that pre? I, did that precede the big chicken wars between the definitely,
1: fa- def- definitely preceded the sandwich so, stuff that yeah, was going on? Yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, that was like 2019 or 2018 or something like that. This was like 2010 when we decided oh, wow. it would be funny to test uh, double downs in the morning and reheat. I didn't realize them. it was that long ago. Jeez. Yeah. Wrap it up with. There's an I in this team and a Nebraska cheerleader decided to prove that you don't need other people to have a team. She competed in the state championships alone after her entire cheerleading team quit in the, leads, in the weeks leading up to the competition. Her name is Katrina Cole and she says she was a little bit nervous and her mind went blank before getting on the stage solo. Uh, but she reassured herself it was going to be all right. And it was. The crowd cheered her on, supported her the entire time. And believe it or not, she actually finished eighth out of the 12 qu- squads that showed up at wait, State.
0: Wait, how bad did the other four teams feel? Like, <laughs>
1: we must really suck. We are all, There's a whole team of us. I know, I we know. We can't do better than this lady. She outdid them all. It does not say why the whole team quit, though, which makes me a little bit nervous as to what's going on and why she was the only one left. But uh, for whatever reason, the entire team quit. I, I did
0: read about this. It, isn't, it wasn't nefarious or anything like oh, this. It good. just happened to be bad timing. Okay.
1: So they weren't able to make the championship? Because yeah. it was a state championship. That's pretty big deal if you're in the cheerleading world, I guess, or any kind of collegiate or college or school world. So she did it eighth place. I mean, not enough to uh, to finish anywhere close to podium style, but... You know what? Not too bad. So congratulations to her for doing solo. There's your headlines. You're up to date on every single thing you need to know. Had some corn for you falling away from me here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Always nice when you get recognized by your employer, right, Big J?
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, sounds like it would be nice. Um, but the employees at Apple, Nick, they get a unique gift if they've been there for 10 years. Hmm. So you get there 10 years and they get something. They get a slab of aluminum. An assigned note from CEO Tim Cook and a polishing cloth. Now, polishing
1: yeah, for the aluminum? Yes.
0: Now, the aluminum <laughs> is made from the same 6000 series aluminum that used to be made, used to uh, that's used to make the company's products. And okay. on the side of the block, there's a number 10, as well as the employee's name and the date they mark 10 years of the company.
1: So, uh, now, I do not know if employees at Apple are happy with this particular presentation or they feel like it is uh, a ripoff. What is there... A underlying kind of thing behind if it's a good thing or a bad thing?
0: No, not really, but I think it's cool. I mean, just just like, hey, you've been here 10 years. Because, you know, in that world in particular, there's a lot of choices in a lot of places that, you know, those folks can probably go work. So, you know, valuing their
1: employees, I think, is an important aspect. And when you celebrated 10 years here, what did you get?
0: Uh, I I didn't get anything.
1: What about 15?
0: Nothing but hassle. Oh, no.
1: Nothing when yeah. you fit, reach yeah, 20? Yeah, no, I've
0: got, uh, I think uh, maybe a card. Okay. Say, hey, c- c- like we used to do that. Remember in meetings we would get things every now and we then? We used
1: to get uh acknowledgments at least for yeah, anniversaries yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: and uh now nothing. No, no.
1: Uh do you feel
0: jilted? No, uh no, not not really. I mean, I think on the hallmarks like ten years is a good one. You know, coming up on around twenty five years yeah, and, it's a and pretty twenty twenty four. Um, but now it's like, Hey, congratulations on continuing to have a job.
1: We're we're in the world of radio, so really any kind of Hallmark or milestone or uh, Accomplishment that you would like To celebrate usually you have to do it Yourself you have to honk your own horn and Go look at me yeah 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 look see Look what I've done look at us we've been on The radio for almost 16 years Together uh, nobody cares, but it is a quite the accomplishment and milestone in a business such as this. So I can understand the frustration. Although I will say this. Even when things were good. <laughs> so do you remember when I was named employee of the quarter like three years ago? Yeah, yeah, well, I yeah. I that. was
0: very jealous because I never got that. Never. <laughs> oh. And it was ridiculous.
1: So I, at the time, they would put your name on a plaque around here. I don't know where the plaque is. Is it still up in the break room? No, I don't think, think so. so. Uh, and they also gave you Different a, company. a gift certificate. Certificate to uh, a local restaurant that you could use, and in my particular case, the gift certificate that they gave me, the restaurant closed the next week.
0: <laughs> the next week, <laughs> yes, because I don't want to say where those certificates come from, but. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and so uh, I, it was. It was one of those deals where I was like, "Oh wow, I guess I got I me. Mean, I got uh, I'm nothing." But that's. Uh, it was still nice to be recognized. But I did think it was funny that when I tried to go or looked up the menu or whatever, I was like, "Maybe I should use this." And I was like, "Oh, it's it's closed closed permanently." Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, so there's that. But uh, it is always nice to get recognized from time to time. I will say that, Big J. And maybe listen, you hold on so, up.
0: You never know. Twenty five is coming up quick, right? So let's see. If I if I was in charge, if I owned. You know, I would give. Uh, I would give a nice, uh, like, pair of uh, headphones.
1: Okay. Would you and, like and etched
0: like, with the, their name
1: on it? Oh, I see. Uh, you wouldn't like platinumize them like there's some sort of like baby booties. or yeah, something Yeah, I don't like know that? if we, we have that much in the budget. But. Oh, uh, now some you, nice MDRs. In your fictional world, you don't have enough money. Yeah. No. Use. I
0: mean, but listen. Okay. The fact that you know. You kind of got to provide some of your own stuff around here. Um, And the amount of stuff I've bought to to help support, you know, uh, our things, I would think that, yeah, I'm trying to be conservative with it. But, you know, having some nice MDRs that have your name on them. Yeah. Maybe even the quarter-inch adapter. Well, so that
1: now, listen. <laughs> oh, are you it sure? It? Well, listen. That's not gonna stop anybody. Uh, the quarter inch adapters are easy to screw off on headphones around these parts. You'll come into the studio, and for one reason or another, your quarter inch adapter is missing from your headphones, and you don't understand yeah. what happened.
0: Yeah, I don't even have a quarter inch adapter. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> this input over here has a three point five millimeter. Do so you know
1: what happened to it? Because it came with one for sure. I have no idea. Yeah. See, these things no disappear from these happened. studios. It's crazy what happens. Luckily, here.
0: The, the new studio also has three point. Five,
1: and so. a lock on it. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions. there next on the x rock We are... Finished
0: and Big Jay. Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center Pre-Owned Superstore Treasure Valley Subaru, or Subaru. and uh, we're going to send you and a friend to Static X. That show is happening tomorrow night at the Rev Center Friends. Uh, it's going to be a great one and uh, we'll get you those tickets. You just need to figure out Bad Impressions here this morning.
1: Fear Factory dope opening up and if you want to go, now's the time to get on the horn. 208-287- 1003 for the Static X tickets. Of course, Bad Impressions works like this. Big Jay has three clues they all revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less congratulations a concert you're going to tomorrow like a real cool person hello the X. yes sir what's up man what's your name marshall all right marshall you're up first good luck okay okay
0: no more slapping awards presenters i promise
1: Mm, okay
0: i still feel like the fresh prince
1: like I want to get jiggy with it and call it Will Smith. There you go. Yeah! It is Will Smith. Good job, man. Hang on one second. Static X tickets are coming your way. Was that clue three by chance?
0: No. Bad Boys for Life means Martin Lawrence and I team up one more time. And why is Will Smith in the news? Well, he's made the return to uh, the awards... Arena Nick. Uh, last night, he accepted the Beacon Award at the African American Film Critics Association Awards. Uh, he was honored for his role in *Emancipation* and the acceptance speech. He said, "Emancipation was the individual most difficult time of my entire career. It was all outdoors, and that is true." Uh, It was the first time he's given an award speech since that uh, fateful night last year during the Oscars
1: when he slapped Chris Rock in the face. Of course, he's got a 10-year ban. Chris Rock's got his live Netflix special tomorrow that promises to talk about the slap in his point of view. So you've got that. It's all coming back around. The Oscars are later on this month. Will Smith will not be there because it was 10 years, right?
0: Well, I I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So there's that. Did you see Emancipation, by the way? No, I have not seen it. It's on Apple Plus. It's very good, actually. So uh, and uh, and he did a great job in it. So well deserved for sure. But yes, he has. I mean, it's his own doing. Why he's not right? Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm not, nobody's uh, nobody's sad for him. But
1: uh, for sure, I can understand why he would want to at least give it another shot, if you will. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Godsmack, Smack, Soul on Fire, brand new stuff from them here wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We got a nerd alert today. We talked about men living in caves. We talked about taxes and even being recognized by your employer all in just one little fun morning show. Thanks for hanging out with us. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, not unfortunately
0: making a stop here in the Treasure Valley, but uh, Shinedown going on a uh, Revolutions live tour uh, announced something really cool that they're going to donate a dollar from every ticket sold on that entire tour to the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. So uh, that is pretty badass and just
1: another reason why we love the guys Shine Shinedown so much. Always giving back, always doing good things, and it's nice to see them continuing that particular theme very good guys we appreciate everything that they've done for sure and it's nice to see them do that next set of x rock brought to you by beacon plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters clogged drains leaky faucets toilets and aren't going to flush stop freaking and call beacon beacon plumbing heating and mechanical your trusted plumbing source it's online at beaconplumbing.com that's it for us we will see you guys tomorrow jason drew's coming in next have a good one it's the x (laughs) rocks